Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Ken Bourdais. You're listening to TV Confidential. You're married to Andre Demira when you were married to Stefano Demira. It's sort of like trading down from the king to the court jester. Vivian. Ed Robertson, along with Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, and our guest, Louise Sorrell. Louise Sorrell, the actress known around the world as Vivian Alamein on Days of Our Lives and Augusta Lockridge on Santa Barbara. Louise read a few of the essays about New York that she has written earlier in the program. We're now going to open up the conversation and talk about some other aspects of her career. You can follow Louise Sorrell on Facebook. Donna, you wanted to jump in. With the pieces you read, Am I hearing your actor's voice coming through in your writing as well? I mean, not only do you have a very strong point of view as a writer, but just some of the emotions and imagery that are in your writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, this is someone who feels as an actor feels. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, they're dramatic pieces, definitely. Uh, not that... Um, you know, I guess anybody can read them. I think people would, res- I think, they'll respond to them. Some of them, of course, the New York pieces, I think, are, anybody might respond to. Um, the, the piece about the way I got, you know, came to New York and got my first job after the Neighborhood Playhouse uh, is certainly, I mean, I just think it's, it's a good piece for, as I said, anyone who's got dreams and what you go through and the anxiety it causes and, and the thrill of it all, it's just, uh, I read, sometimes I read it and just start crying because <laughs> I'll never have that again, you know? That's, that's just, that was miraculous what happened. So uh, I'll never forget it. And I had an incredible agent by sheer accident, sort of. Uh, <laughs> so it all came together. Well, each of the pieces that you've shared with us, they touch on themes that resonate with, Anyone who will read them or anyone who will hear them, as will be the case in this program, and um, because it's coming from you and your singular point of view, it is authentic. You know, it is, it's, it's a real story and a real point of view, and you have a gift for words, and I encourage you to cultivate and develop that gift. Oh, thank you. And get a book out. Please. You know, I actually went over to Shakespeare and Company because they, I don't, do they have Shakespeare and Company out there? I don't think so. Uh, think it's so. a bookstore. It's yeah, a well, we, they're, they're equivalent, they're equivalent, they're, 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 there used to be, a, when I, uh, when I lived in Berkeley on, 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 uh-huh. on Shattuck Avenue, I think there was a, it, it was either called Shakespeare and Company or the Shakespeare Bookstore. Right. Okay. But, but they're equivalents, yeah. They will put a book together, they will print a book for you. You can do it. <laughs> But I, I could also imagine your book on sale at the Drama Bookstore in New York. Oh, yeah. Easily. Really? Well, yeah. Now that it's reopened? Yes. <laughs> As Aladdin just closed. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> yeah. Sad. Well, so after sad. one night. Uh, Jesus. And there probably will be more, I'm afraid. You know? 
after with the COVID situation. Yeah. It's just tragic, really. Well, Broadway got through all these months. They'll get oh, through these hiccups. They'll be back. Then they all open, and then the first one shuts down two nights ago, I guess, at Latin. They got they had COVID, you know, wow. in the past. So they're gone. And I wouldn't be surprised. If, I, I won't go. I was supposed to go and see something a couple of weeks. And then when Aladdin shut down, I went, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I don't want to go into the theater now. Just, you know, it's just too scary. Uh, anyway. Yes, there, there are too many variables that need to be played out before a lot of people are comfortable doing that. Exactly. Exactly. It's, um, ugh. We, we have a friend who expressed the exact same thing that you did. Uh, also in New York. Also in New York. Uh, uh-huh. And she is hesitant to go back to the theater. And, as a performer yeah. or as an audience member. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very... I had a friend who invited me to go see... I wanted to see Hadestown. And <clears throat> she had a ticket. And I thought... I went, uh, maybe not. So she went... And this is what happened. She went, it was packed. Now they do, they check your vaccination, you know, they do that, but they don't do COVID tests, which now we're finding even with vaccinations, of course, people are getting it. Mm -hmm. So she went sat on an aisle seat, and of course she was next to somebody, and somebody was in front of her, someone was behind her. At the intermission, she got so nervous, she stood in the back of the theater for the rest of the performance. Wow. So, you know, I think probably I would have been out of there very fast. It's just psychological. You just don't know what, what could happen. Exactly. The three, not, not too long ago, Louise, the three of us had a chat on the air with Tom Dreesen, a stand-up comic, and he touched on what you just said, which is one of the challenges performers like Tom and Broadway stage performers is they're accustomed to audiences sitting in close contact with each other. And it's not the same if you've got audience members, you know, spread out 10, yeah. 15 feet apart. So, right. Yeah. And they're not Well, you know, some of the events that we've had in New York is shocking. Like they had the, you know, big concert, which was rained out uh, with um, Andrea Bocelli. And, it, you know, the audience was unmasked, all of them, were like thousands of people in Central Park. And then they just did another one, the Global Concert. Again, thousands of people in Central Park without masks. I, I mean, it's insane. It's insane, but it tells you the people that miss the arts so badly that people want to get back. I mean, who are we without, I mean, the arts are our culture. Yeah. And we have missed that for months. We're trying to get back. Yeah. I say slowly but surely, but we will be back. I don't know. It's a, you know, it's so iffy now. I think I'm going to have to wait a long time before I feel, you know, through this winter to see what plays out and whether this starts, you know, if it rises again, the COVID. Because I, I was, it asked me to go back on <laughs> days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just makes me gag. And I, I didn't, part of me didn't want to go anyway because I knew what the storyline was. And, but then I did say yes because I wanted my insurance, you know, because then they threw us all out. So I said yes, and I went, whoa, wait a minute, because it was last November when it was at its height. And then I thought, I can't do this. I can't. So I didn't go, you know, I just was too frightened. Well... One of the most empowering, sometimes one of the most empowering words we can say, Louise, and I think you'll agree with me on this, is no. 
I mean, you've done, you, we, we touched on this in your last visit on more than one occasion. Yeah. You have put your foot down and said, no, I don't think it makes sense for my character to do this. Can we I, consider another way? I got to tell Donna, because she's, she's been where I've been. Can you believe this? They actually wanted me to steal two newborn black baby twins. That in itself was a stunner. Well, and I twins. had actually pulled a gun on this woman, black woman, at her wedding. Now I was going to steal her black babies at this time, in this day and age, or any age, but certainly now. And I just said, you're out of your mind. <laughs> the, writer, the writer said this to me. I said, you can't do that. Do you know, do you, you know, well, suppose and then he switched it on me on the phone. He said, oh, well, maybe the butler finds them, and then he gives them to you, and you turn them back into their parents. I mean, it, it, this is the kind of writing that's been going on there. It's amazing. <sighs> anyway. Uh, well, soaps, are they really based in reality to begin with? <laughs> Well, you know, they are, let's face it, no, they're not real, but this, this show has gone somewhere else. Uh, just, I mean, early on I did crazy stuff, but it was entertaining. It wasn't mean. It was uh, nuts, but it, I had a great time doing it. And it was something you were comfortable doing. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was fun. It was almost flat. I mean, it was crazy, but it was, you know, they actually, it was humorous. Mm-hmm. But they have lost that. No, it's really too bad. I mean, they're all kind of pretty dismal now. If we look back at almost 56 years of Days of Our Lives, I think you are one of the the, the milestone moments in the evolution of that show. uh, I don't know. know. Well, Vivian Alamein putting Carly Manning in a coffin and then torturing her via walkie-talkie. Yeah. I, I think it is... is um... It was funny, though. It was kind of funny. Yeah. That's what I thought. We're well, right. yeah, when I say it like that, it's hysterical. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> thought it was funny. And, 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 but, and for, I don't know how long that storyline was playing out. But, yeah, I just I was just surprised that the batteries in the walkie-talkie lasted as long as they did. But, uh, I mean, you know, you look at all the milestones, all the weddings, all the uh, other events that happened on that show... And I mean that's got to be up there with Marlena's demon possession. Uh, it's, it's, well, that, it's that no, I'm not going to say. It. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean it's got to be one of the greatest moments, and uh, uh, just and and, and I'm I, and I, yeah, I, I got to tell you, I was one of those kids as a teenager. If I was home and my mom had to leave, she would have me watch the show and report back because we didn't have VCRs yet. So oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but as a result he got hooked yeah, yeah so. your mother was, was 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 she did she have something against you or no no, no she just had this uh unusual love of stefano de Mera. oh yeah and... well he was a sweetie that was sad you know he was one of the few i have to say this really there were three actors that I recognized as actors, mainly for me. Uh, was Joe and Peggy, um, Peggy who died. Uh, oh, uh, Peggy McKay. McKay, thank you. That was, she, she always delivered. I mean, these people were solid. 
they were really, you know, delivering as actors and with power. And um, I, you know, I, both of them are gone. It's sad. They were just lovely people, too. I, Peggy was a doll, and Joe was just a big mush, like a, you know, big Italian mama's boy. And he really cared about his work. He really cared. Well, we could add you. We could put you amongst Peggy McKay and and Joseph Mascolo. Wait a minute! I'm not dead yet. Not you know, let, let, <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. As yes, as 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 someone who always delivered a solid performance, no matter what she was asked to do, whether for stage, film, or television. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, we call you a money in the bank actor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Louise Sorrell is on the line with us. Louise Sorrell, the actress known around the world as Vivian Alamein on Days of Our Lives and Augusta Lockridge on Santa Barbara. You can follow Louise Sorrell on Facebook. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Uh, Tony, Dada, do you have anything else you'd like to ask? This was lovely meeting you. I, I'm so looking forward to hearing more of your essays. I can't wait Thank for the you. book. Yeah, I, I, I love the New York stories. I, I would love to read more or hear more. Okay, that's lovely. Oh. Um, I'm happy to share with you. That's great. Well, I just want to vis- visualize where you are, t- uh, Donna. Where are you in Hollywood? We are right in the middle of Hollywood. Oh, yes, exactly. What? <laughs> well, you know, I got arrested at the Broadway Hollywood when I was 15. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had a little pack of girls. I, I got swept up by this girl who had me mesmerized, and she said we, we would go to Hollywood, Broadway, Hollywood after school, and we'd try things on and just leave them on. And then we would leave. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, the, you have to imagine, my father was a Hollywood producer, okay? And her father was the truant officer for Hollywood High School. These are my... This is my closest friend from Hollywood Eye. Now, they've arrested the truant officer's daughter, who, by the way, was very left-wing and believed in sharing the wealth. Um, and my father and mother, who were mortified by this, they had to go to the police station to get us. And we were stopped in front of Lerner's, which is no longer there, I'm sure, Lerner's shops and grabbed by two cops, one on either side of us. It was horrifying. And my friend and I were both in the forensic league, so she was brilliant. She's a lawyer now, but then she could cite all kinds of numbers of things that, according to such and such number, you're not allowed to put your hands on me. You know, she was spouting all of this legal stuff while they were marching us off to the police station. And I was crying. That was <laughs> just pathetic. Oh, my God. That was my remembrance of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, the, the Hollywood the department Hollywood. store. The, I mean, the Broadway department store was later converted into condominiums, but they kept the neon sign. So they kept the aesthetic. Right. I didn't know. I honestly did not know it was condominiums. It's condominiums. Yeah. It's uh, been right condominiums on that street? for a few years. Is it Hollywood and Vine? Oh. Hollywood and Vine, yeah. yeah. It was. So they're, they're very upscale condominiums on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. But the big neon uh, sign is still on the roof. And I think the, the, the condos are actually called the Broadway Hollywood. Uh, it's uh, they're see. still preserving some of the aesthetic 
Yeah, I don't think Chasen's is still there, is it? Because I used to go. My parents. No, I don't think Chasen's is there, and the the Brown Derby on Vine is. Uh, well, some of it's a Trader Joe's. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, you're cl- you're close to Moose for Moose on Franks. Yeah, we're very close to Moose on Franks, and yeah. they uh, uh, I think they just reopened. There. Yeah, so they turned 100 in 2019. Yeah. Wow. I think it was 2019. Oh. So they got to celebrate their centennial before shutting down. I think they're back oh. up now. Yeah. And they released a beautiful I, coffee table book, A Pictorial History of Mousseau and Franks. Oh, my God. Do you ever go to the Magic Castle? I, yes. 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 Um, That's an amazing place. Yes, it is. Interesting. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. And yeah. I look forward to your next visit. Well, thank you. So do I. And Just, I'm... You know, I'm serious. You you have a book in you. <laughs> so you have a couple of books in you, you. You have a couple of books. I agree. You have a couple of books in you. Yeah, that's why I probably have a stomachache. That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on. It's a book in there. I knew there was something going on. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for the encouragement. I really appreciate it. You can follow Louise Sorrell on Facebook. We'll be back with more TV Confidential. Right after this. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.